Hi, and welcome to On the Road with Higher Ed. I'm Joe. And this is Sarah. And Sarah, we've got a, a special uh, special episode today because we're gearing up for something big next week, right? We are. So, Elucian Live. Elucian Live. So as, as you know, we are both employees of Elucian and the views expressed in this on our podcast are ours and not our company's. Um, I think we're supposed to say that. I'm not sure. <laughs> Probably. But, you know, I mean, but, but let's be honest. You know, we're, hey, we're, we're two people having a, a conversation. And I'm really excited about this conference. You? Yes, I'm super excited. It's always a really good time and just fun to engage with our customers and our colleagues. Yeah, I, 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 I always tell people, like, for me, it's like it's old home week because I'm going to go there and I'm going to see people that I've known for, for nearly 20 years. And they're going to come up to the, the booth where I'll be working and, hey, Joe, how's it going? Great seeing you. Uh, you know, it's the reconnecting with people um, and finding out what they're doing at their schools is super exciting for me. Yeah, I totally agree. And as you know, but our listeners might not know, this will be a little bit of a different conference for me because... I've been with the Lucian for seven years, and for the past seven years, I was in a demo role. So like you, I was typically at the booth showing product, um, letting our customers know what was new, right, um, and really kind of what would move them forward. But now I'm in a different role where I work with our back-to-base customers to make sure they're maximizing, you know, the use of their investment, really. Yeah. So it'll be really different for me. Lots of meetings um, and less booth time, but I'm excited. Yeah, I think, I mean, I you know... My interactions with people tend to be, you know, in, in 10 to 15 minute spurts, but it sounds like you're going to get to sit down and really have some heart to heart with, uh, with customers. Yes. Which should be really fun. Some dinners and really have some good conversation. So do you think, so, okay. Like for this conference, is the, is the best thing networking or is it the presentations? What do you think is the best? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I will say I was putting together, um, a personalized agenda for one of our newer customers. <clears throat> and going through it, I found myself getting a little bit uh, sad <laughs> or jealous, I guess is the right word to say, that I didn't get to go to these sessions because we don't really have the time to sit in on them. Uh, so I've never really you know, had the time to sit through and kind of wade through all of the sessions. And when I looked at all of them, I was just completely wowed by all of the presentations and the education people are going to receive and not just from a Lucian, but really for the most part from our customers and hearing from them, how they use the product. So that's something I wish I had more time to sit down on, sit, to sit in on. Um, but the networking is a really fun part of it too, because we don't get to see our customers all the time. We work from home. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I feel the same way. Like, gosh, there's a lot of great things to be able to attend. Uh, I, I was uh, talking to my, my, my friend Jason, who he and I do the Business Travel Guys podcast together, and he was like, so how many people are going? I'm like, you know, it's somewhere between, you know, seven and 8,000. Like, really? I was like, yeah, it's a big conference. It's, it's, it's a big deal. And there's a lot of great presentations. Um, side note, Sarah, did you yes. recommend this personalized agenda for whoever you created for? Did you recommend that they attend one of my two sessions? I didn't actually. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you put me on the spot, but this particular person is from the finance area. Hmm. So I'm not nothing against your sessions, but she's more finance and then going to be in the IT area uh, soon. So she is a very um, kind of a heavy finance track. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's not my strongest suit. 
Right. Which is funny because I'm a student person and I got to put together an agenda for a finance person. Well, but I learned was... a little bit along yeah. the way about agenda making. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sarah. So this, this is, is this your seventh or eighth e-live then? Probably not. I mean, it should be my eighth because I'm going into my, I just have entered my seventh year at Elysian, but I didn't go every single year. So okay. I think it's probably like my sixth, okay. fifth or sixth. Um, what was your, when you, what was your first time? Like, what do you remember from, from that? Well, I remember not much because I was completely overwhelmed. So I'll tell you why I started on, uh, April 2nd of 2012. So I just celebrated my seven year anniversary. This Happy week. anniversary. I didn't realize it. Happy anniversary. Well, thanks. I didn't send a balloon, no cake, nothing. I know. Normally I put a Facebook post up, but I think I had already put like a really mushy post up about something else. So I was like, I don't want to overkill it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but maybe I'll do a delayed one at a Lucian live. So I came uh, from a colleague site for those of our listeners that don't know, um, working in admissions. And I started, I left the company that I worked for um, on a Friday. So the company that I worked for, the institution that I worked for <laughs> on a Friday. And uh, typically you would have like a week off and Elysian data tell at the time gave me the opportunity. They said, Hey, if you want to have a week off, you totally can, you know, just to, get your bearings, kind of refresh and regroup before you start a new job. But we do want to let you know that we have our annual user group. At the time, it was DataTel user group, Doug. And they said, we'd really love for you to be there. Um, it, it would be your first day of work. It's up to you. You can say yes or no. And obviously, starting a new job, I wasn't going to say no. So I was like, yeah, you know, I want to make a great impression. So I left my job on Friday as assistant director of admissions and then that Monday, I started at DataTel User Group. Actually, on Sunday, I left for it. So it was like, I mean, crazy. I can't even explain it. On Friday, I was crying, saying goodbye to all the student workers that worked for me. And then on Monday, I had a DataTel shirt on and bumped into my former vice president of enrollment management, who they had just thrown me this big farewell party two days prior. And he's like, Sarah, I just cannot handle this. It's too soon. <laughs> Wow. So talk about, you know, switching over. And I was just kind of like floating around the booth because I was a demo consultant, but I didn't know how to demo anything because it was literally my first day. I had not been trained on anything. I didn't know anybody except for the people that I interviewed with. So my manager was just kind of like escorting me around <laughs> and everybody kept coming up to me for those of, you know, you that have been to you know that it's overwhelming and everybody's running at the booth and has questions. So we're asking me, Hey, can you point me to this person? I didn't know who any of the people were. <laughs> wow. So I was just grabbing people and saying, Hey, do you know who so-and-so is? Someone's looking for them. It was, yeah. yeah. Trial by fire. Yeah. Well, you were, you were, you were really then sort of a booth babe. I was. Yeah. yeah. I just kind of stood there and <laughs> smiled. <laughs> <laughs> But I figured it out. So yeah. I will never forget that. That was my very first one. That's crazy. Yeah. It was quite the experience. I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine. Um, my my first experience was was different. So that was back at the Datatel Users Group because I've been around for the company for a while. I started in November of 99. So my first conference would have been March, April of 2000, probably then. Okay. Um, and the I don't... 
I, I'm sure I pres- well, actually, at that first conference, I'm not positive I presented, but you know, uh, uh, back in the day, a lot of employees went to the, the, the conference. It was smaller. It was a smaller user group, but it was, it was a good conference. But the one thing that I remember in, you know, particularly sort of in the, in the conversations with officials from the company is at the old hotel, it used to be at the Marriott Wardman Park, there was a whole bunch of conference rooms that were named after presidents. Hmm. And the common vernacular was to re- people in the hallway would say, oh, yeah, it's over in the dead president's wing. And oh my uh, gosh. yeah, so the, the, the company discouraged us from calling at the dead president's wing. Um, but that's that's I just remember that because it was uh, again, we were always at the same hotel and, and because it was yeah. small enough, small enough conference um, that we could we could maintain a single location unlike today. But I, I remember that I was always jealous, though, Sarah, because the year before at the conference, it apparently snowed in March and people said they 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 grabbed like trays like 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 uh, meal service trays and we're sliding right. down the hill. Oh man, that reminds me of college. We used to do that. The dining hall trays. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the little bit that it snowed in Virginia, but you know. Yeah. Now um, with a lot of schools without have trays, I assume maybe they put two plates on their feet and try to do it standing up. Oh, that's true. There aren't really trays anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We've gone water green. Conservation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, exactly. All right. So are you packed and ready for the conference? Joe, you know better. <laughs> I am not packed. I may have a load of laundry in right now, which is, you know, um, important, right? Yep. Yeah. I've I got have the same. a list of what I'd like to wear. I just have to actually get it into a bag and I'm leaving tomorrow. So I have plenty of time. <laughs> oh yeah. You're good. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have laid out a couple of, a couple of shirts, uh, but I haven't done anything except like you, I have laundry in. So I'll, I'll be ready. I have tomorrow. I have all day tomorrow. I don't fly out till, till Saturday. So. I've got, yeah. I've got one more day. It'll be a busy night for me. <laughs> That's yeah. okay. No worries. I'll make it Okay, work. Sarah, um, this sounds good. I look forward to seeing you. I'll see you Saturday, right? Yeah. All, All right. See you Saturday. For All lunch. right, see you Saturday. So, Sarah, we're going to um, take a quick break. You know, let's come back and talk about the news. All right. Sounds good. Okay. So in our article this week, I'm kind of excited, Sarah, because this is, uh, we're recording this episode right around the first week of April. So this was an April Fool's Day for the news, right? This is something you came across? It is something I came across. And And I've got to say, I got, I was fooled. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I I actually, uh, we were, so as we were, as Sarah and I were planning the show, um, this is from the Inside Higher Ed Quick Takes. You know, we like to use the Quick Takes a fair bit. Um, tech and other topics on April 1st, quote unquote, news. Um, so reading the article, you know, it was some interesting things. Smith College announced upgrading two-factor authentication, uh, authentication with 10-factor. Um, so that probably could have been our first clue. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, University of Oxford is also focused on technology this year, boasting of a major advance in artificial intelligence. And then Swarthmore College. Um, has announced uh, that they are going to change their modern website design and going back to a simplicity, embracing the simplicity uh, of its naturally beautiful campus. Yes. So, yeah. So, um, as you're gearing up, <laughs> we, we, we clicked on the link. We, we read their announcement, which I thought was, I thought was a really good announcement, right? Right. Um, and now that I'm looking at it, I'm realizing how silly we were to have believed any of this. <laughs> Like, so, it's but, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, you know, I, 
I, I looked and like, okay, yeah, we found our new website too distracting. It was sensory overload. Um, Scott uh, Boredom says he's a Y2K preparedness specialist, whatever that. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, now I've seen it, Sarah. Oh, wait, it gets worse. <laughs> but it sounded so, good. Let me look. We, so we looked at our Quaker founders and asked, you know, what would, the, what would the Quaker founders do? I think that's a reasonable question. Right. And they said, we think if they had been web designers, they would appreciate our turning over a new leaf and getting back to our simpler roots. What we missed below that is they also quoted a real student <laughs> in quotes and his name was Ken Tremendous. I mean, maybe that's a real name. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's what Johnny Rotten and, and you know, <laughs> there was a, a wrestler named Sid Vicious. I mean, come on, it's possible. I'm kind of embarrassed that we fell for this. Yeah. Okay. So, but, um, <laughs> but I have to, I give Swarthmore credit. I give inside higher ed credit, Sarah. I mean, they, it was a, it was entertaining. It was a good article. And the reason that I think it got us is because, and this is probably the way they planned it and hoped is that it was just enough information. And all of us are guilty, right. Of reading between the lines. So I think this is a good lesson for us, even as adults, <laughs> To remember to really not skim. Oh, I so totally I, skimmed it. Oh, I totally skimmed it too. So I was just like, oh, sensory overload, distracting. I could totally understand that. I've seen some websites that are like that. But then I missed the things that made it very obvious that it was a joke. And because it was so high level, um, until you actually clicked into the announcement, you wouldn't have known. And so that's when we started talking. I'm like, oh, wow, this is really interesting. I've never heard of somebody doing something like this. And Usually people are getting more into tech and, you know, it looks like they're taking a turn. So it's kind of funny. But then when you clicked into the announcement, you could tell that it was, um, yeah, there's yeah, a little more that made it more obvious. Yeah. I, but, but um, again, I skimmed the article. I was like, okay, they decided to, you know, cause I, you've been on websites that are too busy. You're like, oh gosh, I don't know where to find anything. I mean, we've all been there, right? Uh, so, oh yeah. I mean, it, it's not, so that aspect of it wasn't unbelievable. No, not but, at all. Yeah. But I, but I do think, yeah, when you got into the, the details, uh, <laughs> quoted a real student and the real is in quotes. Yeah. So there was a <laughs> couple of clues in there that this was a good, uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge kind of thing. Um, Hey, did you ever play April Fool's jokes on people? Have you ever? You know, I'm trying to think. I probably have because I'm quite the jokester, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. Have you? Uh, uh, not really. Nothing Nothing really good. A, a childhood friend of mine uh, for April Fool's at his house at one point, we were probably teenagers, he took off all of the labels off of all of the uh, soup cans and food cans. Oh, so you had no idea what you were getting. Yeah, he, he thought he had a scheme where he wrote down like some kind of numbers off the bottom of the can, but it didn't work out very well. Um, so <laughs> oh, it was, no. Yeah, so his poor parents, whenever they opened, you know, whenever they opened a can to make something, it was going to be a surprise for like the next several months. Well, I hope they didn't keep their dog food in the same cabinet. <laughs> they did not. No, they did not. It was it was all, you know, soups and, and vegetables and, and, and whatever else you have in, in soup cans. But it's a pretty uh, you good know, one. Yeah, I'm surprised no, my husband hasn't played one on me because he's quite the jokester. But now that he hears this, if he listens, he better listen. Yeah, <laughs> then uh, yeah. maybe he will next year. Yeah. So, um, so do you think, did we get taken or did we not get taken? Oh, we totally got taken. <laughs> I 
a hundred percent. We were like, oh, this can be a great article to share. We told, yeah, we were we were totally preparing to talk about, oh, this is cool. A school's gonna, you know, go go real simple simple with their website. Isn't that a great idea? And and you know, and, and the simpler approach to life. Yeah, we were we were in it like all the way in it for 10 minutes. Oh yeah, at least. Yeah. It's well, okay though. All right, all right, that's fine. But we've saved it. We've we've saved it. We've talked about it. We've given credit to Swarthmore College. We've given credit to Inside Higher Ed. Right. So they yeah. got us pretty good. They did. They did. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, and I also appreciate our listeners. I do too. All right. Well, um, I'm going to thank the listeners and, and I hope to see you guys soon and keep listening. Our podcast will definitely get picked up in the other services right now. You know, it's on anchor FM and we appreciate them and all their technology, but it takes a few days for it to route through all the systems. So keep checking back in your other places. Uh, you could also find us on, um, on Facebook, search for on the road with higher ed and you can find us there as well. Yes, definitely like our page because on the Facebook page, we post when we have new episodes. And if you subscribe to the podcast in the Anchor FM app, you'll also get a notification each time one is posted. Oh, good stuff. And, and, and Sarah, you have, you have also posted a story from Facebook. I don't quite know what a story on Facebook is, but I, I support <laughs> you in that. Yes. So I'm sure most of our listeners know, but on Instagram and Facebook, <laughs> not that you're behind the times or anything, Joe, <laughs> uh-huh. but there is such a thing as a story. They only last 24 hours, but I posted a story uh, about a book I was reading, actually educated by Tara Westover. It's amazing. I haven't finished it and I really plan to finish it before Elysian Live. So it's crunch time, but she is uh, our keynote speaker. So I'm yeah, I'm, I, I haven't, I haven't um, read her book. I've, I've li- listened to some interviews. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, and I, because as we've established with my interview, I am a slow reader and I don't retain well. So um, I'm excited to hear her. And I'm probably more of an audio visual type of learner. So I will listen intently. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yes. Yeah. And for those of our listeners that don't know about her, I will just say, a plug that may make them want to consider reading the book. Um, I'll leave you with this. She uh, writes about her life. It's a memoir. And uh, she did not step foot into a classroom until she was 17 years old. And now she is very well educated. That's all I'm going to tell you. Wow. And you mean like, like no classroom? Never. Wow. No learning. Maybe other types of learning at home a little bit, but I would say that's kind of a stretch too. Um, it's a fascinating book. It's really hard to believe that it's real, that it's not fiction. All right. I, I, I don't want to take up all kinds of time today. because I'm going to come back to this, Sarah, because I, I now you've, been, you've, you've piqued my mind. Like, yeah. was, was she homeschooled or not really? Just like living your life. You've got to read it. And you'll uh, probably learn more at Elysian Live. But maybe we can do an episode on uh, Tara Westover in the book later. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that sounds like a good idea. We'll we'll, we'll pin that along with our other show ideas that we're going to have to keep coming up with, and they appear to just grow out of each episode. So that's a good thing. Definitely. All right. Well, I'm Joe, and this has been on the road with Higher Ed. And I'm Sarah. Thanks so much for listening. Yay!